Hello and welcome back to Not the Elite, the show review both new and older movies. This is Gino. This is Roberto. Ricardo. America. And Gio. So how you guys been doing? Um, I will start real quick with what I've been watching. I've been watching The Karate Kid. And of course, the first one's a classic. It's the best one of all time. And the reason I started watching it is because of Cobra Kai. Because you know, like people were mm. talking about how that's a perspective of the of the bad guy in the first movie. Is it is it cool show though? Cobra Kai is pretty good. I haven't finished uh, the first uh, the second season. The first season I did, I was like, okay, cool. And you can tell it's low budget, so it's like, you know, what can you expect? It's I, apparently it's been it's created by the people who did Harold and Kumar, so it's like it has some funny moments. Have some like you think, oh, this is gonna be serious, but then it gets funny, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we're going with that momentum. But you know, what about you, America? What you been watching? I don't think I watched anything. <gasps> no, I haven't really been home. <laughs> I don't know. Pass Next. <laughs> Ricardo, what have you been watching? Uh, I, I just um, more Bong movies. They're on Hulu, right? I mean, Hulu Bong? on Netflix. Bong movies? Yeah, that's what I heard. Bong Joon-ho. Bang Joon. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I tell them already. <laughs> and I've been watching a lot of basketball, but that's it. Not really nothing. Of course. What about, what about you, Robert? The highlight of the week was uh, I watched, for the first time, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ooh. Oh. Gino, I know you <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. Yeah, it's a movie by, uh, if you don't know, it's by Francis Ford Coppola. And it's, it's really cool because it's like very, it's like a classic film. Like there's no all the visual effects are like done in camera, mm-hmm. like every single one. There was no like computer effect in it, and all that like all that attention to detail is really cool. But what what bugs me is that they cast two American actors in British roles. One of them is Winona Ryder, and the other one is Keanu Reeves. And I know we all love Keanu Reeves now, but man, watching that movie, it's like you can't get into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I like about what that. What was he thinking? Yeah. But they, so no, you're not. You're. I. I mean, I. I appreciate it, but it's just like, oh, what? Why is he talking like that? <laughs> it's like a I, surfer, I, surfer British guy or something. Do you know, you could do the voice. You do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Count Dracula. This is my wife, Vivian. Yeah. So I mean, cool, cool movie visually, but it's just like, what were you thinking, Francis? Uh, Gio, what have you been watching? Uh, yesterday, I did a bit of a tri- uh, original trilogy marathon of uh, Star Wars. It was on TV, so I caught like the the last battle scene of uh, New Hope. Watched all of Empire and the beginning of Jedi. So up to when. Um, Leia disguise in disguise went to uh, Jabba's palace to try to negotiate with Jabba. Of course, you're gonna see that scene, huh? You're like, oh. <laughs> no, that's as far as I got because because I had to leave. That was, that was his favorite scene as a kid. Like the VHS was all worn out in that part. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you guys are talking about the slave Leia? No, this was yeah, before she talking about slave Leia. <laughs> yeah, because oh. it was all worn out. You couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, my boyfriend. It's snowing. Winter is coming in. We have a real connection. A rare and intense attachment. I've never experienced anything like it. I'm thinking of ending things. Huh? What? Did you say something? I don't think so. Weird. Robert, what did we watch this week? Uh, this week, our, our new movie comes from Netflix. 
It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. It's written for the screen and directed by Charlie Kaufman. And it stars Jesse Plemons and Jesse Buckley as a young woman. So the movie's about the young woman is on a trip with her boyfriend to visit the boyfriend's parents. And once they get there, strange things start to occur. And without, I mean, there's not really much to the plot, I think. I think that's really what it's about. And But the movie, it really... It really has a way of getting under your skin. So I think, Ricardo, you said you were a big Charlie Kaufman fan, right? So what did, let's start with you. What did you think of this movie? Oh, uh, yeah. Like you said, like, I was watching this shit. Fucking, I do love Charlie Kaufman, though. You guys, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I watch all his movies and everything. And, um, damn, this shit. I, it's funny because I'm watching it and I'll keep stopping it to America and be like, dude, like, this fucking guy. Like, I'm just talking about him because I love dialogue. You know, and he, this guy is like poetry or something, right? Like the whole fucking movie is just dialogue, you know, and, and it didn't bother me. And then when it get, get you get to the house, it starts getting pretty cool, you know, like the acting, the the, the mom, I forgot her name, the actress. Tony the mom, uh, t- Yeah. She's fucking good, you know? Yeah. Like, I really think she's cool. But then the movie kept going and going and going. And I was like, hey, you know. I think it's time to end this shit, you know? Like, hey, I'm thinking of ending this shit already, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I started zoning out, and I stopped caring, and you know what? I'm an out. What? Yeah, my bad. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, America? Um, Actually, I'm kind of on the opposite side of this guy. I don't really watch this guy's movies because they frustrate me. They're just always so sad and like, yeah, life sucks. Um, I think they're good, but they just frustrate me too much. Um, and then with this one, um, I loved the trailer, so I was really excited for it. Um, but then I saw the time, I was like, ooh, two something? Or like, just like two hours? And I was like, ah, I don't know. But I actually really liked it. Um, I'm in. Although, I did it completely understand it and i hope that one of you guys can explain it all to me because i'm like what but still like i'm i'm in like it was i don't know i thought it was super cool uh geo what did you think so i'm i was on the same boat as you like that trailer like i watched it i was just like oh okay this seems kind of interesting like i haven't seen too many of um was it uh charlie kaufman's uh movies i think i've seen like eternal uh sunshine and like I know his movies tend to be more of like like a mental kind of a mental movies he tends to play a lot with that like of the thing of like what's kind of real and what's fake um and because of that i I also had a problem understanding the movie like what's going on because a lot of things happen throughout the whole thing, and you don't know. There's like a lot of there's a lot of play uh, with time in this movie, so you don't know what's real, what's not. Because I didn't fully understand it completely, because it's it's a very it seems like it's a very <laughs> deep movie. I'm just gonna give it an out. Like it's one that you have to watch it multiple times because there's I think a lot that happens. I think I'm giving it giving it an out because it's yeah it's it's a very deep movie that's not enough for me to actually give it something i think at first watch it's one that i think you have to definitely watch it a couple of times to kind of get what about you robert um i think i mean i do like charlie charlie kaufman movies 
because like they're always like you said they're very like cerebral it's kind of like inception you know you're gonna go into yeah. a fucking brain yeah um so i was kind of prepared for that but i wasn't prepared for like as much as it did like this is a very i i liken it to the shiny you know it's very like it's very moody and it's very like slow and just kind of like it takes this time and it kind of gets under your skin. I didn't realize this, that this is kind of like a backdoor horror movie. You know, it's like, mm. it pretty much is. Uh, so I really, really like those elements, even when it seemed kind of slow. So I'm going to go ahead and be in, even though I'm, I'm on the same boat. I have no idea what was going on. And I, I cheated. I'll get into it later. I cheated and I went online and read about it. But, <laughs> but after that, like, it made me go like, oh, okay, I think this movie will reward you if you view it multiple times and see all mm -hmm. the layers like shrek says you know all the onions layers that you have to peel away so i'm in for that reason i really like the experience uh gino what did you think oh i wish i had the same experience on your side i mean i did bust a, a, a ricardo and from our previous episodes i this i felt like this was a checkout movie for me i checked out almost the entire movie <laughs> I, had to go back, I had to go back and rewind it to make sure that that I messed up by checking out, and I made sure I didn't mess up by checking out until towards the end. That's when I, I, I snapped me back in. Check back and in. you know when I felt like I felt like it was a little low key horror movie in a way too. Mm -hmm. We'll get into it. What I think I feel like we should all talk about what we think, what we saw, because I I have an opinion of what I think I saw of who we're seeing in this point of view of this of this uh, mental state, I should say. Um, that being said, I'm gonna give it an out. Almost whatever. I'm just gonna give it an out just because <laughs> I want to go back again and check out some scenes. It's not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it, but I just personally would just go watch it myself. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to rewatch this movie. Like, I I haven't looked it up yet, and I hope that what you tells me, what you tell me, like, encourages me to watch it more because, like, I need to know what the fuck happened. You know, yeah. from from. Yeah all the time stuff that happens to the end when they start dancing like what 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 i think like like the movie is like it's it's full of dialogue like you said like just 20 minute extended scenes of nothing but them talking in a car but it's not like expository dialogue it's just them like setting a mood you know and and mm -hmm. and, and you know and setting so the movie's really about feelings you know like what you feel uh, and I, I really like those seven movies and when they get to like the the parents house it kind of turns into like a midsummer-ish type movie, you know, like where yeah. where so many strange things are happening. And you feel scared, like like because you're in the point of view of the girl, right, the young girl, oh, yeah. and like all these things are happening. And you're like, okay, you need to get out of that situation. And it's it's funny because it's like it's like a relationship drama, but it's like it plays out like a horror movie. So exactly. yeah. I mean, since I cheated, I can't say what I interpreted about the movie. But if anybody else has their thoughts, I mean, feel free to share them. Because if I had a guess. I was thinking that he is like, well, I thought that he's trapping them, right? Yeah. Into this, like, his little world. I sort of like a Palm springs mm -hmm. type thing where yeah, he like, takes you, right? Yeah, and then, like, that's why they started getting older and, like... So you think, the bra you think Breaking Bad guy is trapping? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, okay. yes. And there's, like, his little world that he has, you know? Because it's all his stuff. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and then like the people he knows and the people he sees, yeah. it's all him. I kind of feel the same way. I feel like he might somehow be in control of time. Um, and so he is bringing people and trapping them for whatever reason. Because they're old at the um, end, right? Yeah, because they go from young to old or whatever. And yeah. he has pictures of 
people when they were younger and people kind of transform mm -hmm. into other people. Um, yeah. But I also don't know if, because I feel like he was stealing her ideas. He was kind of becoming her, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he, did he, give her, did he give her those characteristics, those things that she did, or was he stealing them from her? Is that why he or, took her there in order or, to become or himself? Or maybe again? he is, like those people are made up and that's how in his mind. Like it's in his head? That's okay. why he's alone and he's singing in the song. Yeah, they're like all pieces of his, yeah, his brain or whatever. Like he has little compartments because like even that, like, the the basement doors like his repressed memories in there something like that i thought the janitor was a serial killer who had like some sort of multiple identities in his head from trauma he had from childhood and basically the young woman is basically another personality within him, his mind who doesn't understand what's going on in that world that's why she's constantly freaking out saying i want to leave but it's like you can't leave like, but, like that movie identity hmm. right yes. so, is, is yeah. this so is this janitor serial killer guy did he make her up is she real is she physically traveling to that high school and if so is he um the jesse guy so do you want me to reveal what's it <laughs> yes, so, it's funny because like you guys are all right like so this movie is based on a book right mm -hmm. um and, yeah. I, and I read that the book like plays out a lot more like a thriller, like a horror, straightforward horror thriller. But essentially, oh, okay. you guys are all right in saying that the janitor guy is a writer and he's making up this story. So all oh. the people in it are his creations. That's why the girl has always has the name, right? That's why he always has the thoughts because he's writing that story. And he's okay. writing it right before he's going to commit suicide. So I'm thinking of ending things is his... Oh. It's okay. his like oh, oh not to, God. Uh, yeah and you guys are right in assuming that breaking bad guy is the janitor when he was old and the whole interpretation dance at the end that's him i think they did meet in reality like the girl says they met and he was like trying to get her attention and the dance is what he pictures life would have been like if he had gone up to talk to her because in reality he never uh... did yeah okay so like that makes me that made me a appreciate the movie and want to watch it again and want to read the book because there's so much that once you know it's like oh okay now it, i understand it actually makes but i cheated good. yeah i cheated yes. but i did enjoy the movie because of the feeling but you know but i had yeah. to no. go out and, yeah, this, and read yeah that it honestly it was so scary yeah it was. like i was just fucking waiting mm -hmm. for something to pop up yeah, it like it was just like it was horrible <laughs> i mean mm -hmm. the, the aspect ratio didn't help because you're you feel so like stuck yeah you yeah. feel like somebody's just gonna sneak yeah. on you like yeah because yeah. yeah, it was funny because i was like into it right and i look at her and she's like oh it's gonna happen now it's gonna happen yeah. now it's like, gonna happen it's hilarious it's so <laughs> funny how it plays like, like you wouldn't like i didn't watch the trailer for this but i've seen mm. charlie coffin movies and like you know like oh they're they're like like america says like emo movies you know like oh my girlfriend dumped me or whatever um so i wasn't expecting like a, a fucking horror movie like that just gets under your skin like i said like the shining like you know it's just it's so disturbing i don't know i thought it was super enjoyable like even not really understanding it but i guess understand like you can understand enough mm -hmm. on your first watch like i don't know i loved it i think i don't know but who would watch you it. recommend it to though like, who wouldn't want to watch something like this? Other yeah. than, uh, you know? I mean, I think anyone who likes movies, you know? But if your favorite type of movie is a fucking superhero movie, obviously this isn't for you, you know? But I think, like, <laughs> if you're just, like, a general movie fan, like, you're going to like this. 
Yeah, I think like you, like America said, like you asked the person, like, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" Like, "Oh, Bloodsport." Then don't yeah, recommend no, it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. If they say something like, "Oh, my favorite movie is like The Shining," then okay, maybe you might like. Yeah. Uncle Michael, please don't hurt me. My pick this week was Halloween 6 or Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, Why did I pick this movie, you ask? Uh, I think I picked it because uh, a few reasons, several different reasons. I think one of them, yeah, I don't, I genuinely dislike all of you. Uh, So uh, no, but in all seriousness, uh, this was after I watched the first one as a kid. You know, my sister and I were like, we want more, we want more. And my brother told us, oh, rent the one where they're in the hospital, because that one's really scary. So we went to the video store, to the video rental store, and we looked at all the cases. And this one had like a nurse in the back. Like, this has to be it. So this is the first one I watched after After the first one, after the original one. And and I was still scared, you know, back then I was a little scaredy cat, but I was like, this kind of sucked, you know? (laughs) uh, Second reason is uh, when I was in community college, I was taking a screenwriting class. And we had this guest speaker, you know, we, everybody in that class loved film like us, right? And he said this thing that really stuck with me is that yeah. the movies that make you fall in love with film and all that are usually not like a great piece of art, right? Like not The Godfather, not Citizen Kane, because you don't watch those anymore. It's usually some piece of trash. Yeah. And this to me is one of those movies. It's, it's a fucking piece. Of, it's, I'm a delete, by the way. <laughs> yeah this movie sucks like there's no way to slice it this movie is really bad but it has a special place in my heart and it has also an interesting backstory um and i wanted to do a bad movie because it's fun to talk about <laughs> uh gino gino knows this i am obsessed with the halloween series like i i annoy him at work i always talk about it. he's like all right robert i fucking get it you know so i wanted to bring that to this you know um Speaking of Gino, what did you think of Halloween Six? As soon as I started watching, I was like, "All right, shut the fuck up, Robert." I know you like. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, man, I was surprisingly when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh my god, we've gone far into these horror genre movies." Uh, as soon as Paul Rudd came on, no, there's a scene. Okay, I'm just gonna be straight. I'm gonna delete as well. Deleted. <laughs> and uh, there's a scene in the. It's literally in the beginning of the movie. I just, you just see Paul Rudd, his face just shows up. It's a close-up of him. He has a dumb look on his face. I started dying laughing. <laughs> and I just couldn't fucking take the movie serious from then on. But yeah, this is by far the worst Halloween movie. And I thought part three Halloween was bad. This is tops it. <laughs> what about you, <laughs> yeah. Ricardo? Oh, man, I feel like I fucking loved it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no dude like i was actually into it like I, I was like whoa this is like bad good you know but then it starts getting really really bad like oh actually the beginning's already super bad yeah but I then pa- yeah but then pa rudd comes out and you, you oh it's that that kid he's playing that kid right yeah oh, tommy doyle yeah and i'm like oh shit tommy's the back oh fucking i'm into it now you know like this is cool <laughs> you're getting like crazy on it but 
no, dude, like, they completely try to change the whole story and everything. That it, it's fucking dumb. The ending is so funny, dude. Uh, fucking terrible. I am deleting too. <laughs> but yeah, there's some like so much to say. So little to say too. I think at yeah. the same time. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, Mark? I'm also deleting. Deleted. I didn't have high hopes for this movie, especially because you kind of like told us like this is the worst one. So I just you know for fun, yeah. I was like, all right, what am I? I'm so glad it was kind of short, but at the same time it was so long. And it, the intro. Why is that the intro? Why don't they just start on like Halloween 1995? Like that's where it should start. Like you just wasted 20 minutes of my life at the beginning. The end is horrible. Why did they introduce kind of like this like cult myth thingy in there? Like it just it confused yeah. itself. So yeah. Yeah. Gio? So uh <laughs> I was gonna be an out for so I was watching it. Like I can tell you I pinpoint exactly the moment where I went from an out to a delete. So I'm a delete away on this thing. Like, yeah. So I guess it, it's just bad. The acting is horrible. The the ending is horrible. The pinpoint like moment where I went to delete was when she jumped out the window. <laughs> That's what the mo- the movie literally jumped out the window. Like <laughs> Yeah. Cause dude, like She's just like, okay, knife lady, cult guy, window. That's my option. She jumps out and then like body on the floor and then cut to Paul Rose like, oh, I feel all groggy. He's like, yes, we were drugged. And then she wakes up on like a bed. I was just like, dude, you would have died already. She went through a whole like window. Like it wasn't an open window. It was it's, through you the You could plausibly window. survive that. If that's your biggest gripe with this movie. I mean, I have I have news for you. You notice I I didn't give a synopsis for this movie because what is it about? I don't know. Uh, here I'll try to explain it. Michael is has a nephew now. He's going after his nephew because in the previous movie, he was going after his niece, and at the end of that movie, they were both kidnapped by this cult. So this movie picks up a few years later, where that niece has given birth to a baby boy. And then obviously she gets killed in the beginning and now Michael's after the baby. And he's also after the Strode family who lives in his, pre- in his house where he grew up. Yeah. That's what this movie's about. I need to know <laughs> why they introduced the cult thing though. Okay. It doesn't make sense. And wait, who's the guy in the black? So uh, this movie was written by Daniel Farrens. He was really young. I think he was only 25 when he wrote it. But in part five, this is part six, right? In part five, they introduced this character called the man in black. It's just a guy in black yeah. that showed up. Yeah. And they literally just introduced it while they were making the movie with no explanation. Like, we'll, we'll explain it in another movie. <laughs> what did and, he do? Or- yeah. And that when the, this guy, this writer got hired, he had explained all that shit. So he came up with that he was part of a cult that worshipped this thorn thing that controlled Michael. That's why you get this stupid backstory that gets tagged on to, to Michael Myers. And it just, when you yeah. try to add backstory to something that was so simple, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, you didn't need that. You didn't need that at all. Like, because what they did explain is he's going after the people who live in the house because to him, yeah. that's his family, right? Yeah. Whoever lives there, he has to kill. 
So leave it at that. <laughs> like Paul Rudd didn't have to know all of that thing about the thorn. Like he could have just been the creepy neighbor that's always watching because he knows he's obsessed with that house because he knows about Michael Myers. He was there, you know. So he could have come in to save the day like that. Like you yeah. don't have to make him this guy who's like super into like the whole mythology of it. Paul Rudd. Let's talk about Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. Gino loves Paul Rudd. We all love Paul Rudd, right? Right. <laughs> he. And I get why they cast him because he was obviously a big talent, right? Like, it was just a matter of time before he became a star. But he better thank his lucky stars that Clueless came out in the same year as this did. Because yep. <laughs> if that had come out and all you had to go by was this movie. And I don't think it's his fault. I think it's the direction he was given. Because if you look at some scenes like when he's like, he has a baby and he goes to the hospital. And he's like, get me a doctor, please. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, get me a doctor now. And it's like, <laughs> like you, couldn't, you couldn't do another take there. Like, like, let's pull it back a little. But like, <laughs> like it's so, it's not, it's not that it's, it's bad. Yes. But I think it's because it's miscalibrated. It's not, you know, he's a very comedic person. Yeah. And if you look at yeah. the end, like the ending, the whole third act, the part where you guys say it, it jumped out the window, that was all, uh, that was all reshot, like, yeah. after they finished the movie. And we'll get into that later, but there's a scene where he's trying to break the girl out of the room, and yeah. he looks at Michael, and he kind of does, like, the smile. And you're like, that's the Paul Rudd that I know. For, like, a <laughs> flash of a second, you get the Paul Rudd that would become a star that they did not use in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll explain the, uh, the thing. Okay, so this movie, you know, was famous because back in the day, uh, this this cut of it leaked out somehow. And it was, it was like, it was the only way you could get it was like, boot, there was like a bootleg going around, like a bootleg yeah. DVD that you could get. Like, and it's funny because I knew about it even before like, like big time internet. Like I read about it in some forum or something. And it was like very interesting. It became known as a producer's cut. It's basically the cut before they came in and reshot because they made it. And then the studio said, like, we have to redo this. Like, this shit sucks. Uh, so Yeah. And then a few years ago, they came out with this box set. Really cool. Look at it. Oh, All the movies. And they actually, re they actually released the producer's mm -hmm. cut officially. So it's no oh. longer bootleg. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. It's like That's it's an official fun. release. Yeah. Even before, like, the Snyder cut and all that. <laughs> so I was like, I had, think about it. I had known about this for years and I finally, like, I was so excited to watch it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, if you watch it, the main differences are the, the movie that you guys watch is like a Halloween, but uh, edited by an MTV editor. Like if you guys notice, it has like all those weird transitions, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and it has all these like flashy things that you would see in a music video. Yeah. And they just added it because they thought people were too stupid to, to sit sit and watch this movie you know yeah the the producer's cut gets rid of all that and you have to and i give it a lot of credit because it's it's very um it's more like part one it's very like atmospheric it like takes its time and it builds and it builds like with music and all that but the big difference is the third act and it's funny that geo mentioned this when she jumps out the window because that's literally where the movie splits oh shit, oh, shit that's so, yeah Basically, they go, they rescue the girl that jumped out the window, and then Michael chases them out. And here's the funny thing. Because, like, Paul Rudd is all into that, that cult stuff, he knows how to stop Michael. He tells the old guy, he's like, I have these rocks. They're called runes. <laughs> and with the power of the runes, we could stop Michael. 
So he's chasing him down the hospital corridor and he lays his rocks like in a circle. Yep. And Michael like walks into the circle and he just gets and he gets trapped. And that's how they defeat him. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> that's that's what I watched. Did, did I watch the producers? Oh, cut? you watched the producers? Yeah, cut. That's, that's what I watched. He and that was confusing to me. If that's oh supposed to God. make more sense, whatever the theatrical cut was, like I'm confused still. No, it, like he does pull out those rocks, and then he like cuts his hand, uh, and he fucking hits pause on Michael Myers. He just stands there, like you know. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's the like, thing. That's the thing is that it doesn't make sense. That's why they had to go back and reshoot it. And I and I do agree that it had to be redone. But what they did was just like the 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 theatrical cut is more like just kills and like he kills a whole bunch of people in the hospital oh, and that's okay. it and like it's funny that you watch the producer's cut because like the 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 theatrical cut has like this the music it's like all good it's like the halloween music but with like guitar and stuff so yeah. it's like i like the thea- the producer's cut a lot better like it's a lot more tamed yeah i agree <laughs> i do remember a lot they're of- both terrible though they both don't I feel work like all the yeah. kills happen like in one little chunk no so like Everything that had happened to the the girl after she gave birth happened like the night before. So he shows up to the bus depot. It's probably what nine a.m., ten a.m., mm-hmm. whatever. So nobody's noticed a pool of blood in one of the phone booths, the oh, trail yeah. of blood, the blood in the sink at the bathroom. Oh, and the by the way, there's a crying baby in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> American Ricardo, I really wish you had watched the theatrical cut because that opening scene you're talking about, it's it's the same thing. But it's like turned up to eleven. It has really cool music, and it has all the transitions that I was talking about. Yeah. And like, it just doesn't make any sense. Where are they? Why is there a nurse? Why are there there are spikes coming out of the wall? I mean, I still have. To, to I still have the girl. <laughs> I was like, for some reason, there's like. Yeah. This, this but it has cool transitions. You guys have to see it. I'll, I'll add them into oh. this episode. Don't worry. Yeah. So four, four, five, and six make up what is common, to, commonly referred to as the Thorn trilogy, because yeah. it's that story. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. Michael's niece that that comes out in all three, even though she dies very early on in this one. I I can't get enough of them, guys. I I love these movies. <laughs> I love I I love bad movies. Oh, I can't. There's no explanation. Tune no. in next week when we watch a new movie, which is Bill and Ted Face the Music, starring Keanu Reeves and fuck, what's this guy's name? Bill Winters. Uh, Alex Winters. Alex Winters. Thank you. I'm like Bill Winters. No, that's his character's name, Bill. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. And Ricardo's pick, which is. Running Scared, starring Paul Walker. You guys remember oh. that? Okay. <laughs> no. I don't know how to react to that. That's a movie? <laughs> yes, that's a movie. After Halloween 6, there's nowhere to go but up. I know. Right? <laughs> please don't forget to follow us in Out Delete Reviews and at Twitter at In Out Delete. And also, please click on the bells. Watch us on on YouTube, also In Out Delete. Just we're all posting videos now. We're all chit-chatting here. So you can both you can hear and listen. You can watch us and listen to us both on YouTube and on the podcast apps, wherever Spotify related. Then you can see Ricardo doing his little hula dance. There you go. Mm, mm, mm. Until the next time, good night. <laughs>